In today's episode, I want to talk about some early symbols of Christianity, and spoiler alert, what they aren't are a cross or a picture of Jesus. Stay tuned. Hello friends, Pastor Tim Westermeyer here, Senior Pastor of St. Philip the Deacon in the western suburbs of Minneapolis. Good to be with you as always. Today I'm thinking about the earliest symbols for our faith, the earliest symbols for Christianity. Um, and uh, those symbols which we have largely from the catacombs or burial places in Rome and other places were influenced by a couple of dynamics. Uh, the first is that in the first few centuries, Christianity was persecuted, so the symbols had to be sort of oblique or indirect. And the other was um, a, a rule against so-called graven images that was still kind of felt by the earliest Christians who, of course, came from our Jewish ancestors. It's one of the Ten Commandments, you shall make no graven images. In other words, don't make any images of God. So that meant that two of the symbols that are very familiar to us today, those two dynamics, I mean, created uh, uh, an opposition to crosses, which were very obvious on the one hand and also reminded people of the pain of the crucifixion. It was a little too close to those events. And the face of Jesus doesn't show up for a number of centuries because of this um, rule against making images of God. So in the catacombs, we find a whole lot of other kind of signs and symbols that Christians would put on their tombs. And I want to talk about four or five of them uh, in a little bit of detail today. Others, uh, though, could be named uh, things like uh, peacocks or images from biblical stories like Jonah or Daniel or even um, other bird images like a pelican. But the few that I want to mention today, some of these you may have seen, um, some of them maybe you haven't. The first is called the Cairo, um, and that's simply uh, two Greek letters, Chi, which looks to us like an X, and Rho, which looks to us like an R. Uh, excuse me, it looks to us like a P, it, but it sounds like an R. And those, very simply, are the first two initials uh, in the word Christ. So uh, they're a form uh, of, of that name that was able to be used sort of symbolically. Eventually, it was adopted by Constantine. That's a whole other story. But in the earliest usage, usage of it, um, it was sort of, again, indirect or oblique or a secret way of saying, uh, I'm a Christian. Second one. Uh, is some, this is the symbol of Jesus as the Good Shepherd. Uh, this is an image that would have been very familiar in Greek and Roman art, and of course in the Christian narrative, there are all kinds of biblical uh, connections to Jesus or to God the Father. Um, John 10, I'm the Good Shepherd. The Good Shepherd lays down his life for the sheep as one. Uh, Luke 15, the, the parable of the, um, the 99 and the one sheep, or the, the lost sheep that the shepherd goes out to find. Uh, Psalm 23, maybe most famously, the Lord is my shepherd. Uh, so uh, those and other images from the Bible uh, show us an image of Jesus, the Good Shepherd, coming to reach out to find his lost sheep, among other things. Um, the anchor, interestingly, is an ancient symbol of Christianity. Um, it comes, among other places, from uh, the book of Hebrews. And this is chapter um, 6, verse 19. So we have this hope, a sure and steadfast anchor of the soul, as the NRSV uh, translate it, translates it. Um, 
a hope that enters the inner shrine behind the curtain where Jesus, a forerunner on our behalf, has entered, having become a high priest forever according to the, the order of Melchizedek. Um, the, so the anchor uh, has that also. Of course, there are stories of Jesus in, in a boat, and it does hint at graphically, of course, uh, the cross. And so there is maybe a sense that perhaps this is an early way to communicate the image of the cross using an anchor. Um, maybe the most famous of the ones I'm going to talk about is actually a fish. Most of us have seen the bumper stickers with the fish. Um, the story behind this symbol is actually very simple. Uh, it's called an acrostic, I think that's the word for it, which is sort of, uh, in this case, it's five letters, and when you take the, f or five words, excuse me, and when you take the first letter of those five words, it spells something. So the five words in Greek, were, I'm, I'm going to say them in English, uh, Jesus, Christ, God's Son, Savior, okay? And if you take those first letters of each of those, you get the word ichthus, which is simply the Greek word for fish. So the, the, the graphic uh, depiction of fish is a result of, it's sort of a graphic shorthand of who God was in Jesus. Interestingly, uh, it's believed that when two individuals who thought they might be Christians but didn't know each other met on the road, uh, they, would, they would approach one another and then one would draw half of that sign of a fish and the other one, if he or she wanted to communicate, oh, I'm a Christian as well, he or she would draw the other half. And then they would know again, remember, this is a time when Christians were persecuted, they would know it would be safe to talk about their faith. Which brings us to the fifth and final symbol I want to talk about, which is one I only learned about recently. It's called the Sator or Rotas Square. We'll show an image of it here as we've been showing these other ones. And again, it's a little mysterious, but the belief is that this was a way for someone in their home, let's say, uh, to indicate to visitors that a Christian lives here. And if you look at this, it's a uh, it, the translation of these five Latin words uh, could be something like um, the sower, Arepo, holds or works the wheels with care, or he who works the plow sows the seeds, uh, which might be uh, a reference to the biblical parable of this, the sower of the seeds that Jesus tells. But it's actually more of a, a puzzle, and if you change the letters around, and again, we'll show this to you graphically, what you end up with is the Latin word pater noster in, in the form of a cross, uh, which is the Lord's Prayer. And you're left with two extra words, which are alpha and omega, the beginning and the end, which is, uh, a uh, again, a sign or symbol for Jesus, as mentioned in Revelation. That's a lot of information. I don't know if this is helpful or interesting. You've seen some of these symbols again, and I hope it helps you understand a little bit what's behind them. Uh, in the next episode, I'm going to talk a bit about how, again, in the ancient world, Christians had to figure out ways to communicate with one another to help spread the faith in part. And I'm going to talk about some ways we in our world can attempt to spread the faith as well. So I hope you'll uh, check that out in a few days. In the meantime, as always, be well, stay in touch, and God bless. Mm -hmm.